joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba. Kiluba, may God bless you. Dear online listeners and dear listeners who follow us on your local radios of your respective cities in the nations of the earth, we greet you in the name of the heart of God. God has a heart towards his creation. The topic that I will speak to you about today is entitled Cries, Divine Sensitiveness, and finally, Help. God is sensitive to the Christ. And I say to the people of the earth, do not touch the sensitiveness of God by making man to cry. Don't make other human beings to cry because you are going to touch the sensitiveness of the one who has a heart. Do not make your sheep to cry, dear pastor. And you sheep, do not make your pastor to cry. It is dangerous. Because God has a heart. He has a heart. And I say, even to the politicians of the earth, do not make the earth to cry. It is dangerous. Because the Creator is sensitive to Christ and he will organize himself in order to take care of those who are making you to cry no matter their wicked organization they can call themselves just witches or demons do not harm the earth God is sensitive to Christ that is why my title is Cries Divine Sensitiveness and Finally Help. He has a heart that is sensitive to Christ. And that is why I say to the church communities, do not make your brethren to cry or else you are going to fall on the field where Cain fell because he made the blood of his brother to cry. This message must lead you to not do evil. If you do evil, you are going to harvest the wrath of God. You cannot mock God. What a man will have sown, that is what they will harvest. I don't want you to harvest the wrath of God. I will come back to this. In Genesis chapter 4, verse 9 to 13, Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel your brother? He said, With arrogance, I do not know. And yet he knew he just killed him. What arrogance? He does evil, and he continues with evil. And he speaks to God with an arrogance that is out of the common. Am I the guardian? Am I my brother's keeper? 
He knew what he did. This is terrible, such a heart. And God was still calm, irrespective of the arrogance of Cain. And he said, what have you done? He knew that he had committed something bad. The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Do not make your brethren to cry. All the cries of the earth are taken into account by heaven. That's why I'm speaking to the people of the earth. Do not make the people of the earth to cry because it rises to the heart of God and God will take the decision in order to take care of the one who made Abel to cry. But God also is able to make the world of darkness to cry. The Bible continues to say, So now you are cursed from the earth which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. Cain was informed of this information from God, but he was still arrogant. And God says, When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive, a fugitive and a vagabond, you shall be on the earth. Do not break the productivity of the earth because you have made the earth to cry. You are going to fail in everything that you are going to do. You are going to dig, but it is not going to produce. I want to send to all those people who have made their brothers and brethren to cry. If you do not repent, this message is valid and I activate it by faith. You are not going to produce. You are going to preach, sing, and pray, but it is not going to produce fruits. Mm. What I'm saying, God said to Isaiah himself in chapter 1, he said, when you are going to raise your hands and sing your songs, I will turn from you my face. Stop doing evil. Because your hands are filled with blood. But I'm giving you through this message an opportunity to repent of the evil that you did against your brothers, your sisters, or your sheep, or your pastors, or your parents or your children, or your wives, or your husbands, or your, your, your bosses, or your employers, we live in a world of terrible oppression. Stop doing evil. Because the evil makes men to cry. God will suspend your productivity and your stability. It says now you will be cursed from the earth which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. It was in one corner of the earth where he did this dirty work that made the blood of Abel to cry 
even unto the divine sensitiveness. But God says, the earth, the earth, the earth. No matter where you go, you will be cursed because you made innocent people to cry. There is no hideout for people who make other people to cry out. Let me continue with the reading. When you will till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond you shall be on the earth. You will lack stability in all. You will become a vagabond. And Cain woke up and it was too late. And Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. says, Behold, you are chasing me away from this earth. I will be hidden from your face. There is no place for those who make their brethren, sisters, brothers to cry, their sheep or their pastors to cry. There is no place for them before the face of God. You will be cast out of the presence of God. This message is a warning among human relations. We live in complicated times where small people make the great to cry and the great make the small to cry. In families, the parents are great and the children are small. Sometimes parents cry because their children are making them to cry. So the small people make the great to cry. But sometimes it is the parents who are making the children to cry by their evil character that is hard. The message of today, cries divine sensitiveness. God was sensitive to the cry of the blood of Abel. God is sensitive to all the cries of the earth. Let me go forward with you. King David also made the same experience. And I would have to say to you that God, our God, this is Psalms 46. I spoke to you about divine sensitiveness and finally help. And I believe it from the bottom of my heart. You are going to be helped today. You who are crying in a corner of the earth because of situations that are sometimes financial, material. Sometimes situations of all kinds, no matter the situation that you are leaving, you are going to be helped, finally helped. I can see a corner of the earth where the pastor is crying because nothing is working 
in his church, in his ministry, in his calling. I can hear him making the prayer of Jesus. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I cry in the night, I cry in the day. I do not have rest. Our fathers trusted in you and they were saved. But for me, there is nothing. I fast, I pray, there is nothing. And this is uh, the desperation of Jesus in Psalm 22, where he cried, Eli, Eli, lama sabakatani. I can hear that cry of hopelessness. The desperate cry of Jesus was heard by God. Our God is a refuge and a very present help in trouble. Cry to the Lord. I want you to cry to the Lord as Jesus cried to the Lord. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He cried to God. And the divine sensitiveness was not deaf to him. God is sensitive to your Christ. The third day, early in the morning, Jesus made an experience, had an experience of this sensitiveness. If you cry to the Lord because of unpleasant situations, you are going to experiment, you are going to enjoy, you are going to eat at the table. There is a table for those who cry. God is my table. I will eat at the table of those who cry. And Jesus ate at the table of those who cry. It is God. The Bible says, early in the morning, on the third day, an angel of the Lord, he descended. Hallelujah. This message will make angels to descend. An angel descended and he rolled away the stone and Jesus was not forsaken according to his cry. He was heard. My God, my God, they heard him say, why have you forsaken him? This message must be a comfort for the church and the children of God in the world. God knows your cries and he takes into account your cries. I want to read with you in Exodus chapter 3, verse 7 to 8. It is again a situation that is making man to cry. Israel is oppressed by the Egyptians that were stronger than her. It is not strength that will triumph. It is God who will triumph. Exodus 3 verse 7. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. And I have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand. Yes. I've heard their cry. 
God is sensitive. God is sensitive. This message must transmit to you faith instead of falling into hopelessness with regards to your situation. May you take heart, my sister. May you take heart, my brother. May you take heart, dear church. May you take heart, O earth, because the blood of the earth cries. And that is why we want to pray against those who shed blood on the earth by war. Do not shed blood. Do not shed blood, you politicians of the earth. Do not shed the blood of human beings. God does not stand it. It is not acceptable that you should shed the blood of human beings. As Adolf Hitler shed the blood of Jews and other people, millions were dead because of one individual. And they ended up where and those who do evil on earth. There is no stay on the earth for those who make the people of the earth to cry. And that is why we are encouraging children to not make their parents to cry. Honor your father and mother that you should live long on the earth. If you make your parents to cry, there is no stay for you on the earth. With this generation of the youth who do not understand anything, a rebellion of children towards their parents, wherever that you are, may you be warned because rebellion or insolence like the one that we see in Ken towards his God. Am I my brother's keeper? This kind of attitude makes the people who took care of you from your birth to cry. The mothers who birthed you in pain. I know that Satan likes to make the earth to cry by the earth. And I'm saying to everyone that cries are not coming from heaven. They are on earth with you. Absalom made his father David to cry. You know how he ended. Do not make others to cry because God is sensitive to Christ. Because the Egyptians made Israel to cry. He said, I know I've surely seen the suffering of my, the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and I've heard their cry because of their taskmasters for I know their sorrows and there was going to begin and I say it no matter the origin of those who are making human beings to cry if they are coming from a mystical origin, magic or witchcraft, whatever you know or war, whatever it is, no matter the origin, the sensitiveness to Christ, the divine sensitiveness is going to be activated. And Pharaoh learned this lesson because God was sensitive to the cry of Israel and there began the bomb, the bombing of Egypt. 
God bombed Egypt by this message I am bombing by faith I'm releasing bombs by faith through the divine sensitiveness against your invisible oppressors no matter their number they are going to be bombed they are going to be bombed Ten bombs we are released by the sensitiveness of God in order to help Israel that was crying. Oh yes. And the last bomb was very deadly. It slew all the first bones of Egypt and all the gods of Egypt they all were slain. And that's why I say to you, what was making Israel to cry? It was the visible and the invisible. I know what witches do. I know what they do. They are the cause of Christ and the shedding of blood. God didn't leave the invisible beings to make people cry. God will not leave the invisible beings who make you cry. I don't see them, but God sees them. No one was seeing Osiris, the God of Egypt, but God saw him. I don't want to speak about divine demons. They are extremely dangerous. They make people to cry. They are stubborn. And they do evil. And that is why God took care of the oppressors who were making Israel to cry. Do not oppress human beings. I don't know how to help you. Avoid at all costs war because war is the road of bloodshed. No matter the reason, God does not like that blood should be shed. And here, Egypt was bombed because they made Israel to cry. And they were. 10 bombs that were very deadly. And these bombs were in the hands of who? In the hands of Moses. You servants of God of the earth, you have bombs in order to take care of the things and those who are making your ship to cry and your cities. You know that the servant of God, Moses, when he went in the presence of God, he released the bombs. That is why I love the advice of Isaiah. Go into your room for a short while and I will go out in order to punish the crimes of the earth. And this is Isaiah, Isaiah 26 and 29. Go into your room. We have missile launchers, launchers against those who release, those who make blood to share, to be shed on the earth. The Bible says, go into your room. Why did Moses go into the presence of God? In Isaiah 26. I'm going to read that scripture and I'm going to. Our time is going. 
Isaiah 26, verse 20 to 21. Come, my people, enter your chambers, shut your doors behind you, hide yourself as it were for a little, while, little moment until the indignation is past. For behold, the Lord comes out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. The earth will also disclose her blood and will no more cover her slain. Why are you fighting those who shed blood by means that are not effective? The effective means in order to fight against those who make others to cry by shedding blood. It is by entering the chamber of prayer. God will come out. I think about those who entered in the upper room. There was salvation. There was many things. But there was also punishment of those who made the who made Jesus to shed blood. Go into your room. I'm asking the church to enter into her chambers that God may come out in order to punish the crimes. They are criminals that we don't know, but God knows them. I'm going to go forward in saying to you that Moses did his part. There is something to say here, you know? When I take the scripture, I see that Moses had was made participant Moses made Israel participants to the genocide of the gods of Egypt and the firstborn of Egypt. What did God say to Moses? Let them go into their houses and put blood on top of their doorposts and God was going to come out to judge and it worked if the churches could close themselves in prayer not to ask for small things but in order to take care of those who are making human beings to cry it is going to work and the angels who help those who cry, they are available. But the problem is our part. May we enter in our prayer rooms, prayer closets, in our chambers, like Israel entered with the blood that cries, the blood of the Lamb. The blood of the Lamb. It cries, speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. We are going to save men and we are going to punish demons who are the cause of the evil of the earth. I want to go forward by reading in Psalms 18, verse 5. And I'll go down until verse 17. The sorrows of Shehol surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. 
and cried out to my God. He heard my voice from his temple and my cry came before him even to his ears. He is sensitive and I believe this cry of David was going to release a terrible bombing like the one in Egypt. Follow me well in my reading. I'm going towards the end because we are going to bomb those who make you to cry. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations of the hills also quaked and were shaken because he was angry. God gets angry. He is angry in the heavens at because of the pride. He was shaken because he was angry. Smoke went out from his nostrils. It's just an expression of anger. And devouring fire from his mouth. Coals were kindled by it. What an anger. That is why I say to you, cries divine sensitiveness and finally help. And He's speaking about the help, an extraordinary help of God because the cry has reached the heart of God in the name of whom we greet the people who are listening to us. Smoke went out from his nostrils and devouring fire from his mouth. Cause were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down like in Egypt. He came down to free them in order to bomb the oppressors. He bowed the heavens also and came down with darkness under his feet. He rode upon a cherub and flew. He flew upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place. His canopy around him was dark waters. And from the brightness before him, his thick clouds passed with hailstones and coals of fire. Hallelujah. Today it is missiles and coals of fire. That is why you shouldn't make the servants of God to cry out. Don't make them to cry out, dear sheep. And you pastors, do not make your colleagues to cry. No. Here it's David. The Lord thundered from heaven, and the Most High uttered his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered the foe. Lightnings in abundance. This is terrible. And he vanquished them. Then the channels of the sea were sealed. The foundations of the world were uncovered at your rebuke, O Lord. At the blast of the breath of your nostrils, he sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy, from those who were stronger than me. This is David, who was helped. When his cry reached 
the ears of the divine sensitiveness. And that is why I'm thinking at what will happen after this message. It is extremely dangerous, very dangerous, because God is taking care of those who are making the people of the earth to cry. My message today is a message of love and compassion and mercy and goodness. And that is why I have focused on these so that the cries may cease. Jesus himself in Gethsemane says, my, 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 my soul is troubled unto death. We're not going to read it. Hebrews chapter 5 verses 7 to 8. He says, He whom in the days of his flesh presented to God loud cries, hallelujah, with tears to him who was able to save him from death. He cried. And the Bible says an angel appeared to him in order to strengthen him. God, he's sensitive. His son was crying first in Gethsemane and then on the cross of Calvary. And the angel appeared in order to keep him in faith while he awaited the final, the final outcome for those who made him to cry. He cried out, loud cry. An angel appeared to strengthen him, to keep him in faith. Believe, pastor, there are people in the face of those who make them cry, they rather sleep. They take sleeping pills thinking it will give them answers. It won't work. Cry out to God. Don't be those who take sleeping pills. Like Peter and James and Andrew. No, Pierre, Jacques, and Jean. Peter, James, and John. They were sleeping. Because of the sorrow, they were sleeping. It is not a high doubt that is going to help change things. No sleep will help change things. Cry like Jesus. When he had offered up prayers and supplications with them and cries and tears to him, was able to save him from death and was heard. And for him too, there was a deployment of the servants of the heavenly sensitiveness. The servants of the heavenly sensitiveness are not dead. And an angel was deployed. An angel appeared in order to strengthen him. First faith and then help after afterwards. Our God is a refuge. First faith. He was strengthened. That's why he says, I saw constantly Lord on my right hand that I may not be shaken. And on the third day we see the help. He rode away the stone and Jesus was alive forever and ever. Hallelujah. And 
Vengeance was going to follow. What made Jesus to cry was the power of darkness. He says, this is your hour and the hour of the power of darkness. Bomb them. There it was, the power of Egyptians. In Exodus chapter 3, in Psalms 18, it was Saul who wanted to kill the anointed of God. And here, it is Satan himself. Jesus said, the prince of this world is coming, but he has nothing in me. The power of darkness was made a coalition in order to kill Jesus. I don't know what is making you cry. One thing is true. One thing is true. One thing to which you need to subscribe it is to believe in the help and in the sensitiveness of God. I'm going to read. We don't have time. We don't have time. I would have wanted to read and read and read and read and read. Psalms 107. There are many things to read, but I'll read just a few things. Psalm, Psalms 107, verse 6. In their distress, they cried out to the Lord. He delivered them out of their distress. And he led them forth by the right way, that they might go to a city for a dwelling place. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Hallelujah. And verse 13. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and broke their chains in pieces. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Of men. For he has broken the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron in two. I am going to go forward in order to finish my scripture. In their distress, they cried out to the Lord who brought quiet and the waves were silenced and they were glad because the waves quieted and he led them to the desired destinations. May they praise God because of his goodness towards the children of men. God is available for the sons of men who are on the earth. You are going to praise him for his goodness. God, God is a refuge and help, a present help in time of trouble. He's going to help you. I was going to read Isaiah 63, but the time has gone out. The Bible says in all they are distressed. In all the affliction, he was afflicted, and the angels praised him. Them. In all the distress and affliction that is making you to cry, you will not lack help. I declare it by faith in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, no matter where you are. In all their affliction, they did not lack help. 
Another time has really gone. Let, let me read this scripture. It is important. For me, the scripture has power. That is why I lean on it. Isaiah 63 verse 9. In all the affliction, he was afflicted. And the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity, he redeemed them. And he bore them and carried them all the days of old of their help. In all their affliction, it shall be so. I love that the Lord should help you and that your cries should be stopped, erased, and crushed no matter where you are, no matter their origin. God is sensitive. God is sensitive. Cry, cry out on the rooftop of the earth and he will intervene. Enter your prayer closet and he's going to take care. He's going to bomb the sources of your cries in the name of Jesus. And I say amen to this message. Amen. Thank you for following. Let us spread faith all around the world through this teaching.